Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Does Alex have a secret plan? Who the heck is Jonah? And who did Jeffrey call? Let's ask him. Runaways After Show starts now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey, guys, this is our last show of the season. Of the season, that's right. Because Runaways got renewed for season two. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We have a very special guest. I'm Oliver Jennings. You can follow me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer. Before we introduce our special guest, let's introduce the rest of the panel. Hey guys, I'm Shay Jones. You can find me at Real Shay Jones on Twitter and Instagram. Hey everyone, I'm Mina, and you can find me on Instagram at Mina Makes Magic. What's up, guys? I'm Ashley Brinkman. You can find me at Ashley underscore Brinkman, and we have our special guest. <gasps> Who could that be? <laughs> Some people are calling you Wilder Seniors. <laughs> no. Wilder Senior, that, could, that works. Okay, all right. Where, where can everybody find you on social media? Uh, Ryan Sands. Uh, you can find me everywhere at the Ryan Sands. At yes. the Ryan Sands. Thank you so much for joining us. How did it feel? You know, you have the news just broke that season two is right around the corner. How does it feel? Oh, crazy. <laughs> um, I am just incredibly excited. Um, yeah, we just got the news yesterday, and um, I honestly can't wait to get back to work. Oh, my uh, gosh. Just yeah. had a, I can't wait for you. Yeah, it was just with a bunch of the cast. You know, we had a little live tweeting going on earlier, and uh, yeah, it was just a big old love fest over there, and everybody's excited, and uh yeah, looking forward to season awesome. two. Well, we're so excited to have you. We're going to be talking the finale, episode 10, Hostile. Yeah. Yes. Ooh, we pick up right where we left off on uh, episode nine, mm-hmm. where we had the standoff with that pride versus the, the runaways. runaways. This was insane. And I was like, okay, this is not complete. Where's old lace? <laughs> old lace comes running. She's just like, um, y'all didn't just forget about me. And so, then she gets shot. Oh, my <laughs> with, gosh. Dale was tranquilizer. Ready. But luckily, she was okay. She, as soon as she took it off, she's like, I'm good. I shake it off, you know? Dale was ready. He was equipped. He knew the dinosaur. <laughs> they took the dinosaur. They all knew. And Tia, she snatched the rod of one, the staff of one, back from Nico. So I was ready for a battle. I love that she was like, if you would have took more lessons, I could have showed you how you did that. I was just like, you already clowned your daughter. Like, you were going to clown her some more. But okay, continue with your life. Okay. Oh, my gosh. What were you guys, what was going through your minds? Like, just seeing this whole crazy sh- showdown. You know, we saw... Carolina versus Jonah. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. felt like that scene in Harry Potter with Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> I kept thinking that. Especially all the, the lights. Yeah, definitely. I can see that. That yeah. scene of, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I love it. I think Carolina was prettier. You know, she had the pink and blue. <laughs> Jonah was just kind of like silvery, you know. Yeah, um, I, I wanted Molly to toss that barrel. Oh, I wanted yeah. to see. Yeah. <laughs> like, but she got do? knocked out she, before she could do anything. Yeah. So, I mean, she didn't even get a chance to fight. I just, mm-hmm. I felt, I felt, you know, 
just upset. I'm sure that's coming. I, I let it be known that um, one of my season two goals is to be thrown across the room <laughs> by Molly. <laughs> I want it to happen. Um, so, Out of yeah. all people, too, like the tallest yeah. person. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Yeah, she she's gay. Yeah, so. Oh, I bet. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. yeah. She said she wanted to have a fight scene. I was like, Allegra, when she came here, yeah. do you have a fight scene? She's like, I want to have a fight scene. I want to toss someone. I want to toss Jonah. Oh, she's so the she best. Mi- she might be tossing you, yeah, so... Yeah, we talked about that before, <laughs> so yeah, we're going to work it out. Yes, 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 yes. And, like, we see, we saw how the staff was protecting, but, like, I mean, it had to come up with some power, like, even the Fistagons, but what really got them was Carolina's yeah. power, that force of that power. Mm-hmm. I feel like if Jonah didn't show up, it would have just kind of broke that protective yeah. against them. I definitely think they would have overpowered the pride. You know, the pride doesn't really have... Uh, their own special ability. I mean, they're all, they're all useful, that's for sure. You know, <laughs> they made so much success and money from what they've been able to do with Jonah. Um, but Carolina, like, we're just seeing her powers really, like, manifest. And I was waiting to see her fly, you know, but come to find out she gets captured. And so Nico and Carolina kind of have <laughs> this relationship going on. And Nico wants to go back. And, like, what are you guys' thoughts on this whole shift in the Nico... Alex and Carolina love triangle. Crickets. <laughs> That's all <Crickets. laughs> I feel bad for Alex personally. I, yeah, I kind of feel bad for Alex. I don't know. Nico is kind of just going with whatever. Like, She's I just feel still... like there's a riff with her and Alex, so now she is kind of going with the flow with Carolina. Mm-hmm. And it almost feels, I don't know, I, I Not force. Genuine. Yeah. I just, I don't like it because I feel like. In that dynamic, that you know, Carolina is the reacher, and you know, Nico's using her. Not using her, just like I don't. I don't know if I think Nico's a settler, but more so that she something was awakened inside of her. Like she finally figured out that she has feelings for someone. Because you know, like sometimes you can like harbor feelings, and then when something happens, it triggers it. I feel like maybe that more so is what happened. Okay, this that is could not be a possibility. No, no, no. That, that makes <laughs> sense too. It just like for me when I was watching it back, I just it just kind of annoyed me because I feel like at the end of the day, Carolina is getting the shorter end of the stick just because of the way things are happening. It's just like not ideal how it's happening when she's still with Alex. I agree in the fact that I think the way the way she went about it, just because you're mad at one person and oh, this other person kissed me and. It's, it's a non-complication. Mm-hmm. It's only one non-complication that I'm experiencing when I'm mad at somebody else. It's hard it's for not, me to not get using, behind it's it. It's not using Carolina per se as much as it's... It's exploring. It's doing, it's, it's doing a disservice to her mm-hmm. as yeah. a person in the situation. Carolina is yeah. sure of what she wants. Nico isn't. Yes. I think that's mm-hmm. a better way of me phrasing it. That's what kind of is bothersome about the whole situation. Ryan, what are your thoughts? You know, your your son is being <laughs> like yeah, left that's... at the altar essentially. Like, <laughs> yeah, I actually thought that, and it's funny. I actually, you know, felt that. Like, wow, yeah, he's all fine. He's all... <laughs> now he's got to go and wander around the the woods. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought it was it was interesting seeing. Uh, you know, if you remember episode one. The interaction with uh, Nico and Carolina in the in the bathroom, mm-hmm. and it's like they had that that connection there, where they're each you know kind of mm-hmm. checking each other on on 
the image that they they're portraying versus their their true feelings. So it's interesting. That was one of my favorite scenes yeah. when she said, "Some people use makeup to hide everything. Some people use a smile." Yeah. I thought it was so relevant to yeah. how society is. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of cool to see the. Uh, progression of, yeah. of that real connection right there in the in the episode one yeah definitely and also we oh my god fans can rest easy now that the runaways have finally run away yeah. so like everyone's like <laughs> been so annoyed about like not running away and they're finally basically running away they have old lace in the shopping cart yeah. like <laughs> yes. were you there seeing them like wheel the like was it the full puppet like what no was i didn't the- <laughs> i didn't catch all of that um yeah, we were pretty much on the uh, the construction site. Um, uh, that's wh- where we were interacting with Old Lace um, mm-hmm. in the last episode. But um, yeah, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't really, I didn't really get uh, people wanting them to. You know, it's episode one and they haven't run away yet. You know, mm-hmm. we got a we got a, a, a ten show season here. But yeah. um, I mean, I, I get it; they are runaways. Yeah, but it, I have to admit. Um, it was just it kind of it was like really cool just seeing them at the end of this episode in slow motion just mm-hmm. run down that that alley yeah. with old lace in the back. I loved it. It's I wanted a perfect I wanted more. Ending. I wanted yeah. more just like slow motion Baywatch or something. Yeah, like yeah. I was like, no, that's <laughs> it. No, I need more. And yeah. then let's mention how even all the electrics were happening. Old lace was still overprotectively over Gert, like just the way of her being. Like if she was serious, she didn't care about nobody else. She was really just over Gert. And I found that so cute. Yeah, that the scene where uh, she has to, Gert has to tell yeah. Old Lace, you know, you can't come with us. I mean, that genuinely, I felt that, you know. <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm I'm a dog person, you know? so <laughs> if I had to tell my dog, you know, hey, look, we gotta go off and, and do some <laughs> things and just wait here. We'll be back. I mean, I couldn't imagine doing that. Um, mm-hmm. But that was a very well done scene. Yeah, um, absolutely. And yeah. how they finally named Old Lace. Yeah. Like, finally, we don't yeah. have to call the dinosaur. I yeah. mean, I've been calling. We've been calling her Old Lace because we know. Did but you guys like, catch the old beautiful. the movie thing mm-hmm. that it said the Old Lace? Yeah, it's cute. For my Old Lace to my arsenic. <laughs> so yeah. it was like I was like, yes, I loved it. It was such a great allude to the comics and bringing it to life and uh, I was trying to hold back my tears for sure because like <laughs> oh, these past few episodes have been so amazing um, but uh, how what you guys like they were in disguise like they had the wig <laughs> Gert had the wig and this whole time I didn't know that purple hair that was, that a, was wig? a wig I had no oh, clue wow, that looked no so natural mm-hmm. not the did. green one but <laughs> the, the purple, purple one. one I loved Molly's bandana it had like the style <laughs> It she was like I she's love. like you told me to be like you know in disguise, not invisible. <laughs> like yeah, you it. see the the clothes that they. It's really I love the way the um uh you know how the writers um gave them a reason to be in the older clothing that they were in in the early two thousands. Mm-hmm. They, they had a vintage store, and and so now we have Carolina with her yellow shirt on, yes. you know, and straight out of the comics, and and um, uh, Lyrica, um, is is. I mean, she looks just straight out of the comics. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's fun for me being a fan of, of the comics and the artwork to really seeing it come mm-hmm. to life in that way is um, just props to writers and the uh, wardrobe designers mm-hmm. and everything. They, they really killed it. So your character, we've learned so much about your character over this season. You were in prison. <laughs> you killed a man. Even though, and then when you found out that you had to sacrifice kids a year. You weren't down with it, but you did it. 
because obviously you got you got a film review, so you're gonna be blackmailed. So right, you kind of have right. to keep continuing. Um, but you and Catherine, like even she said, you guys have the one of the most like healthier relationships. I think beside maybe even Stacy and Dale. Yeah, yeah. Out of the entire Pride, like you guys are like you're ride or die. I called her hood last week because I'm just like there's some hood in her. Like there was a reason why you guys vibed when she came to see you yeah, as your yeah. lawyer. <laughs> there's some hood to her, yeah. and just watching that. You know, play with each other. How is that working with each other and playing these characters? Well, it's fun because it gives us um, gives us a place to gives us access to the characters and to the relationship. Like if you could if you could ground your characterization um, in something real. So in for me for Jeffrey, my access point to him is his love for his wife, his love for his son. Um, so I could rationalize, you know, to a degree his actions. If that's first and foremost. So um, I think that's a good way for the Wilders to kind of say, all right, look, what's most important to us is this unit here, is our son, each other, what we've built, what we're um, in the process of building. So um, that is a great place. That's a great foundation to to put all of these um, uh, other decisions that we have to make um, because the stakes just keep getting higher and higher and higher. And you, through the course of it, you understand that, um, you know, we're not just like cookie cutter villains, so to Mm -hmm. speak. We're basically people from different backgrounds uh, who got contacted at different points Mm -hmm. in in their lives and were given an opportunity. And like from the moment we accepted that opportunity, Tina's got the camera on the show, <laughs> and and this kid is becoming energy, and and it's too late. Oh my god! So it just builds from there. Speaking of Tina, what did, what were you guys? Th- my see, this is why I was crying last night because we come to find out that Leslie knew yeah. the whole yeah. time that Jonah killed Amy. This was a big yeah. reveal, and Brittany, who plays Tina. She did such an amazing... You could she just see the pain and actually... just told her that a little while ago. Yeah. I wanted her to slap her personally. That was my first... Ooh. I Because I wanted that showdown I was wanting with the whole staff and her taking yeah, off her take earrings. Off. <laughs> like, cause, seriously, oh, that's when you know a woman's going to fight when the earrings come off. But the fact that Leslie, that was the first thing she did, I was just like, okay, you got some You got some little gangster to you, Leslie, more than I thought because you're always in white, so I don't know how to take you sometimes. Yeah. But, like, watching it was heartbreaking. Like... Mm-hmm. Like, we had our own secret, but now the group knows. But you knew somebody killed my child. Mm-hmm. I'm down with her. Let's kill mm-hmm. her. In the basement. <laughs> right now. Yeah. Leslie, she was definitely blinded by love, don't you think? <laughs> and, you know, but they decided not to do that. Not to kill Leslie, because they need Leslie in order to possibly, you know, <laughs> kill Jonah, hopefully. You know, because Jonah's the big bad, as we're seeing. But we still are kind of unsure if, like, Leslie has turned a new leaf. Because what if she's still working for Jonah? I was, Mina brought yeah, up a good I point. was asking you this, and I don't know if I'm just going crazy or mm-hmm. overthinking this entire situation, but there was a specific scene that made me think that maybe Leslie is in charge, and it was the moment when Leslie's assistant said, so I hear Jonah is in charge, and she said something along the lines of no, and you see that Jonah is checking a text message mm-hmm. that says, what's next? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the next move? And I don't know if that was Jonah sending Leslie the text or Leslie sending Jonah the text, but my interpretation was that it could be mm-hmm. Jonah sending Leslie the text. 
And I feel like there was... might be a power shift going on, and I think it's almost too easy or too simple to automatically assume that Leslie is working for Jonah. I think, you know, with the backstory of Leslie's father creating this church, I feel like Leslie does have a motive um, that we don't all know and that the pride doesn't know either. And I think that Jonah is involved in this scheme and might actually, like, be helping Leslie in some sort of way. Um, mm-hmm. or- <laughs> I also think that uh, given the ending of the episode, I think that what Leslie did when she let Virgin not Virginia, I always want to call her by her act, <laughs> when, uh, when Carolina escaped with her friends and when Leslie facilitated that, to me it felt like it was her um, trying to paint herself as, you know, this person who's helping them escape so that she's seen in a positive light by everyone else. But ultimately, I think that she did that and called the cops to set them up, unless that was you who made the phone call. (laughs) So that's, like, my only lingering question (laughs) is, who were you calling? Like, because, like, I feel like I have all these pieces to a puzzle to figure out. But I, I really do think that there's more to Leslie that we don't know. Yeah. That could be, like, a pivotal... You, you know, clue to solving what exactly is going on here. Do you care to elaborate on, on who, who you called? Because I have my no, own theory. You don't know. I honestly, honestly, <laughs> seriously, honestly, I don't know. Oh my gosh. I don't know. And I, um... How do you act it out not knowing <laughs> who it is? I didn't really... Okay, there's a couple things going on. Um, sometimes, um, as an actor, so I, there, there are two things I'm balancing, right? As an actor, there's some things I just don't want to know um, until it's time, right? But <laughs> as a genuine fan of mm-hmm. the show mm-hmm. and the writing, is some stuff like I started just skimming. Um, I wouldn't read the whole script so much until like the uh, we had to during the table reads. But you know, I I want to see this story unfold a bit. So there's some questions I just don't ask. So when I approach that final scene. I say I'm making a call, you know, uh, a call that that can change everything, and I'm I'm playing a few scenarios in my head, mm. and as long as it works for our director and our writers, you know, our showrunners, and I'm good, you know. So I honestly don't know. Um, mm. I assume my guess is that I called the police. That's yeah. my guess, but um, we'll see. And I think part of it. Um, I think in, in writing sometimes you don't always have everything figured out. You kind of want to leave yourself open. Um, mm-hmm. You know, my last line of the the season is we go to war. Uh, I tell Catherine, uh, you know, after I make this call, we go to war, you know, but with who? Real quick, just to add to that, Ivan actually had a, a, a interesting theory I would like to bring up. That he said that uh, Wilder's dad framed the Runaways, and he's going to be making the call that would change because he said he would make a call that would change everything. So it's possible that um, that Jeffrey made the call to the to the to mm-hmm. the to law enforcement. So I mean, because that cha- that definitely changed the, the whole game yeah. like completely. Mm-hmm. But I also want to know. I feel like that's too easy, though. Yeah, I think, I think I'm it sorry. is too easy. And I don't know why I have, like, this gut instinct. I know it doesn't 
completely makes sense. Um, I can't remember the name of your friend yes. from prison that Darius. you mentioned. Darius. Um, Darius. That is my, that's what, that's yeah. what I think you called. I don't know why, like, my gut instinct was you called him, but I was like, what would you tell him to give Alex the money? But for some reason, I feel like, who would have that much cash on hand, like... I don't think it would be a character we're not introduced to. I don't think it would be someone random. It would have to be someone that you know that you're trying to make amends with or you're you're trying to, like, utilize as a tool. And I feel like that has to be Darius. I also feel like Darius is going to be an extremely important character considering that he saw exactly yeah. what happened <laughs> in that entire area. Um, but I feel like we're kind of all forgetting about him right now. But I feel no, like he that is my going to come mm-hmm. back yeah. in season no, two. With a very like, important yeah. role. I really don't think Jeffrey called Darius Same. because Alex called Darius. Yeah. Jeffrey made the call at the end of the episode and yeah, then right yeah, at the end actually. of the episode, oh, Molly is kidnapped by a bunch of kids who killed Destiny. <laughs> so, like, that's why I'm thinking you set him up. And But also, Alex said... I could see he, Alex like, calling Darius, though. That's Alex, a very think good this is my Darius. question. And Alex told Darius, like... I'm your, his enemy, you're his enemy, and now yeah. we're friends. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but the thing, okay, I have a different theory for that. <laughs> enemy okay, is so my this enemy. Is why, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's it. yeah, I know. This is why I think you didn't call Darius. Okay. Because of two things. First of all, Alex used a payphone. He knows. He knows. Alex, <laughs> see Alex used a payphone <laughs> to call a number. So that must be a number you know. It can't just be a random number. First of all, how would he get Darius's number? So it, if you're calling from payphone, that means you have to have remembered this from yeah. like so many years. Because all of us use cell phones. So once he turned mm. his cell phone back on really quickly to write down a number he needed to use a payphone for, I feel like he called you after he heard you and Catherine coming out of the Gaborum a little bit. And maybe that shifted mm. his own mindset about you guys. To, like, and that he's going to be a mole. That's why I think the mole comes in. Mm-hmm. Because seriously, despite the fact that Darius is a gangbanger, drug lord, whatever you want to call him, I'm pretty sure he can't have that much. I can see him giving the gun. The gun, I understand. The money, it has to come from you guys. First of all, because you had a whole bunch of it in your drawer. So that's and where Darius that comes in my head. doesn't have any. He <laughs> oh, yeah. Money yeah. Oh, there's so many holes in my argument now. I love, yeah. I'm just loving this because, like, we're having, like, this, all these, like, theories. <laughs> and it's, like, shout out to Josh and Stephanie yeah. to be able to, like, put out the show and, like, to end on such a gray note. Because, like, mm-hmm. there's so many. It's not just the black and white thing it's like we're, we're like having such an in-depth discussion right now of all the possibilities of season two so I think this is amazing I love hearing you guys and your theories so I'm super you, excited you know this. something that you're not you telling us you well, have this like mischievous yeah, I know a little bit I know a little bit you know spell it um, I something can you tell us what you know without telling us what it is Let like tell see. us like the, the general there's a Marvel police guy so he has to be careful Uh-oh. they're yeah, watching <laughs> us right here behind <laughs> um I think that um, in terms of of Alex reaching out to to Darius, I'm, I feel like I'm pretty sure that that's what happened. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty. I feel like um, Alex is a smart kid. Alex, I've described Alex before as like our worst um, nightmare because he's the product of Jeffrey and mm-hmm. Catherine, two very mm-hmm. strong individuals. Um, uh, I'm prob- Jeffrey's probably more. St- more not probably Jeffrey's more street smart. Catherine is is she's uh, a Book smart, intellectual, and, and logical, crazy smart. Uh, we're both kind of alphas, and um, the beauty of of our relationship is that we kind of give each other room to to be strong in in our respective ways. You know, mm-hmm. Alex is a product of that. Alex is always a step ahead. I mean, the whole um, 
I, I love the way they set up the um, the, the password yeah. thing, how they were playing with, you know, most people know how the comic goes and mm, you, what absolutely. you might expect from Alex. But anyway, um, <laughs> I think that uh, he's, a, he's a smart kid. And I think that he might see once, once um, Darius started planting the seed of, look, your, your dad isn't who you think he is and around episode five mm-hmm. and actually being shown this at, at that time that your father, well, he already knew that he saw me in a red robe, <laughs> <laughs> you know, with, so he's, the, the seed there is already planted. But then for Darius to come in and mm-hmm. be like, look, he's not a good guy. He promised me this. And I never really denied it. You know, Jeffrey told him, look, don't worry about that. You don't know a thing about that. Just, you know. So I think Alex is already, um, if he had to pick sides, he'd pick the side of somebody else who had mm-hmm. a beef. Like you said, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Mm-hmm. So Crazy. yeah, I think I think it's I, I feel pretty good um, with the, um, the the, the <laughs> train of thought that Alex just reached directly out to, to Darius. It's so crazy. I, it, I think oh, it's really. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. No, I just think it's crazy because it seems like there's like uh, this interesting shift that's going on. You guys, you and Catherine, your guys are like kind of leaving yeah. the pride in a yeah. sense, you know, because you want to protect yourselves and Alex. Whereas Alex, he's like he doesn't really realize his parents like do care about him, but he's getting away from the runaways and he's getting away from his parents he's kind of like making his own squad now so he's having the alex gang um so it's just really interesting and seeing like how alex is just being really like shady in this episode even the 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 quick shot of him like going uh, like the tent or the truck you remember that he walked by nico's just kind of like yeah peep that and i was like ooh. and then i think alex had a gun at one point too so i'm like i'm kind of afraid of alex right at this point he stole jeffrey's gun before (laughs) watch out for him well alex has contingency plans like i feel like he like in his mind like he works in contingencies yeah it was interesting that he showed sorry i didn't mean to cut you off no you're great it was interesting that he showed nico the money but not the gun he was like oh i had to go get something Mm -hmm. like i got this for us but He's always hiding the gun. Yeah. <laughs> and he didn't reveal to well, that's where his, that's he got his the power. Like, that his power. His, I have a question. Yeah. You know how the computer was destroyed? Alex is so tech savvy that don't you think he has it backed up to an external hard drive? I mean, it's like such a simple solution that I don't think all the files are actually destroyed. I think he was acting. He's so, like, there's no way. Like, yeah. all that work, you think he's just going to put it on one computer, no backup? Well, that's his, that's his own personal computer he always carries around with him. So, I mean, if he, he really, if, if he really didn't, hard if he, but if he didn't have it with him, he didn't have time to upload it. Because maybe he didn't, between Nico coming back and him finding, actually getting the video uploaded, you never know. But, like, I'm actually surprised he hasn't tried to steal a computer by now at this point. You might as well jacked one. Well, they're definitely. He, I think he is trying to be. Go strategic. to the Apple stores. <laughs> well, he doesn't want to be. He doesn't. You know, the, the riot has connections all around the city. He wants to be off the grid at this point. But he's so smart. He's so strategic. Don't ever underestimate him. Don't underestimate Janet. Don't underestimate anyone on this show. Okay. Um, and it, it was really cool to see old Lace kind of reunite at the end yeah. with everyone. That was so mm-hmm. sweet. Wasn't that? I, was, I wasn't expecting to see old Lace again. I was like, okay, we're not going to see old Lace till season two. Um, but it's really cool that, you know, season two ended this, or season one ended this way because you guys, like, it, it set everything up. Yeah. So you guys have so much to play with. So many, uh, you know, our theories, so many options, so many routes, so many things to go through. And so I'm so excited for you guys. Um, yeah. So, I think it's a, a testament to good writing, man. I'm yeah, I'm biased. Okay, but, <laughs> I am too. But I'm, I'm also, you know, I I watch TV, so I mean, mm-hmm. I think if you have a a, a, a finale 
Were you answering some questions? Okay, we see who Jonah is for the most part. Ish. Yeah, we get the, yeah, even with the X-ray, you're just like yeah. you're like a you're yeah. being of light. Right. Like you're not even a, a person. A little freaky, right? <laughs> yeah. But we kind of you know we have some of those questions answered. We see you know that who was really responsible for the uh, the death of the Hernandezes and stuff. So mm-hmm. we, yeah, we answer some, but then. There's so many more questions that are being asked. There's so many options and and different places to go. So I forgot because, you know, it's been a while since we had our last table read. And and, um, I forgot a few of the things that go on with the runaways uh, Mm -hmm. at the the end. I forgot Old Lace came back. So that was once the uh, Mm -hmm. the dumpster started moving around. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So it's it's um, I'm I'm excited um, by where they're. You know everything is right now, and the different avenues that that they can go in. How can Jonah truly be in charge, though, when Leslie was the one who brought him back to life using the pride? Like that's my question. Like why is he the one I mean, who's the most there's more feared? Than one. There's so many questions. Personally, there's more than one Jonah. Maybe there's more than one. Jonah. I mean, there, I think she's so some... wrapped around his finger because she was just in love with him. Mm-hmm. Um, that he did have that control just because of that. Well, I'm hmm. curious because remember uh, what what episode was it? Um, uh, one of the the recent episodes when he he reassures um, uh, Leslie that um, he's fine. You know, I, um, it was episode eight, I believe, uh, when the uh, murder box was destroyed. He's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm mm-hmm. good. I told you, I'm I'm fine. I'm, I'm good. Um, don't worry about that being destroyed. And now at the end of episode 10, we see Jonah's sleeve and he's turning into old, nasty, flaky man again. <laughs> so Does he have an age? <laughs> yeah. Apparently. Or is he like some godlike figure that has no age and has no like well, start date? You saw that picture you know? with young Leslie and he looked mm. the exact That's same. That's so creepy. Yeah. That is the creepiest <laughs> thing ever that she's I mean, in love with him and it's like... <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's so bizarre. I, wonder, so I love the chat right now. Sorry to interrupt. It's no, just no. something in the chat like about about Alex being the leader. They're questioning him being the leader and why he should be the leader. And all the theories that they're saying, I kind of agree with. But the thing about Alex, I feel like, because they're saying a leader shouldn't keep secrets. And I think the point of a leader is in their mind is to decide, well, is this information going to, if I'm giving you this information, is it going to help us or hinder us? Mm-hmm. So you have to decide sometimes, you have to keep secrets. Even if you are the leader, it doesn't matter if you're Batman, Superman, whatever. You're going to keep secrets You from can't whatever. be fully transparent if you know a piece of information is going to affect the way someone is going to behave for the worst. I disagree. <laughs> Just because of the position we're in now with the pride lying to their kids for years. Um... I I have to disagree. <laughs> like, I feel like in this predicament, you know, you guys are being chased, you're on the run, you kind of have to be open, like, 100% with with each other. Because Alex, I just think Alex is being shady right now, but... I feel like it's for a purpose, like... But then, like, and I think in Alex's mind, the reason, same reason he kept, you know, what happened to Amy a secret. Like, he like he has he has his own plan in mind, even though, like, even though people pr- might hate him afterwards, but it might all work out and fine mm-hmm. in his mind. So I think in his... The benefits and the rewards way out more away who's going to be angry at me at the end of this. It's oh. also just kind of his way of like being. He's kind of a lone wolf. He doesn't have too many people involved in since the beginning, like in anything mm-hmm. that he does. So I think that's just what his way of like navigating through scenarios and situations and figuring it out. Truth oh, sorry. Go ahead, man. I just want to say real quick. Also, now that you guys uh, brought it up, um, it just clicked that there are like very striking uh, similarities and parallels to 
how Alex is going about things and also how um, Leslie is going about things yeah. as well. Yeah. So They're going to end up hurting someone at some point. You know, Leslie had this terrible lie for all these years about the death of Amy. She knew it. So I just think it's a very deadly way of being a leader. Yeah. So it's going to come back to bite you regardless of whatever yeah. happens. Well, it's an interesting dynamic because if, if you look at the the arc of their friendship, like they they just got back together. So they, they'd come from a point where they weren't communicating. Nobody wanted to come and have pizza and hang out. <laughs> you know, we couldn't. I would have came. Yeah, he was eating pizza for seven uh, or six. <laughs> um, R.I.P. Amy. Um, but um, Oh, wait. Was that a clue? Is Amy still alive? What? No. She nah. can't <laughs> no, no, so, no, so, nah. That was somebody in the chat. Like, they're, they're like, plot twist. Like, Amy's actually alive. Nah, I don't, I, don't, I don't think so. But that's that's what he said on the phone. He's like, yeah, pizza for 70s. Oh, um, six. So sad. So, yeah. But um, if you look at that, and, and so now you've got them all, and they're all on one accord. But then that dynamic starts to change because then Chase and Victor start getting close again. You got, um, 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 wow, I'm drawing a blank. Lyrica, what is her Nico. Nico, yeah, wow. <laughs> um, it's, it's late. So um, uh, Nico's, Nico starts to soften when she sees Tina cry mm-hmm. you know, at, at, the, um, uh, at the gala. So then you start to see them kind of soften. So they were all like, we got it. We're going to, you know, we got to. Um, turn our parents in or figure out what's going on and then you kind of see people just start to waver a little bit so yeah it might not be the coolest thing to do to keep the secrets but if um you know if you feels like hey i'm I'm in a position of leadership um then this is what i have to do maybe you can't handle the truth right now mm-hmm. and let's keep us all moving um but speaking of of leadership there was a, a funny um because you you were talking about uh, powers and the pride not having powers. So the night, a little behind the scenes here, um, episode 10, we're all at the construction site, and it's getting late, and so we're all getting a little loopy. And <laughs> um, so when Tina has the, uh, has the staff, and uh, uh, Robert Minoru, James, and I, we were talking about, uh, man, I wish I, I want some powers. <laughs> I want to do something. And so um, James went on uh, Marvel's uh, the, the Runaways wiki and <laughs> like looking to see if he has any powers. He's like, "Oh, you got a great power!" And I'm like, "What? What? What's my power?" He says, "Leadership." <laughs> <laughs> and that was the that's what it said: powers and abilities, <laughs> leadership. So that was a so big funny. joke. That yeah, that's we, my superpower. We've seen your character kind of go from being like the top dog, like you and Catherine, or that couple is like the, the alpha. kind of alpha scary couple in a way. Um, and in this last episode, you kind of aren't that like when you go and meet Jonah, he kind of just like, I'm not, I'm not having anything to do with you guys. And he has a security guards kind of see you guys out. And then you kind of back away from the pride and everyone else. I feel like in season two, we're really going to see you guys come back strong and be mm-hmm. even scarier. <laughs> also, yeah. real quick, I just want to do a quick shout-out, uh, and also just a fun fact, uh, where that was shot, where all those scenes for the Church of Gaborim is actually uh, Cal State Northridge, of yeah. which I am an alumni of. Oh, yeah. I graduated this past yeah. June. 
Yeah. And, and also, I really just wanted you. To, I wanted to see. Uh, I wanted to see uh, uh, Jeffrey uh, strong arm one of those, one of those <laughs> Gaborum, uh, you know, yeah. Goonies. I think. Yeah. I, I thought yeah. Catherine was gonna slap one of them personally. That'd have been dope. Yeah. <laughs> well, like she got she she had that purse on her side. I mean, you better swing. <laughs> you can take out two people with that purse. Come on now. No, she yeah. has the ponytail. She's gonna whip it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in the comics, it's always just like so perfect, and it's perfect on live yeah, action. It's always too. Movement I'm just like, sheesh, she it's a weapon right there. Yeah. Do you see something like that in season two for you guys? I hope what so. do you think? Yeah. That'd be awesome. So. It's a war. Yeah. I mean, I think the the dynamic that we've been working with is that yeah we. The rest of the pride are kind of kind of messy. You, know, you got some <laughs> stuff going on. You have an affair going on that mm-hmm. basically jeopardizes some stuff. You've got um, cookie. First scientists. of all, the the Steins <laughs> they're they're kooky. They're weird. <laughs> they're always bringing cheese to the party. Um, you know, we don't. I'm sorry, not the the, the Yorks. Oh, the Yorks. Yorks. Sorry. Um, uh, and and the Steins there. You know, Victor's volatile. You never know what's what's going on. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm sorry. Somebody in the comments scary. like you should have beat Jonah when you made that Compton comment. I was. Oh, yeah, okay. we shot. Like, really? We had there was a little Compton? bit, little bit more of a standoff that didn't quite make the final <laughs> cut. But that was that was fun. Like Julie, it's fun to work with Julian because he, mm-hmm. he's yeah yeah he he does that creepy thing well. <laughs> and, um, he used to be Doctor Doom. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Wait, right? and he was also Cole from Charmed. I'm mentioning. Yeah. of course I'm a Charmed fan. Too. Yeah, so. but there was a little little more standoff that didn't um, didn't quite make the final cut. But. Um, but yeah, I think I think Jeffrey uh, Jeffrey and and Catherine were always just kind of just looking. I, I think from the first episode, we're at the dinner party, and we're all just yeah. <laughs> looking, looking around and and uh, yeah, let's get out of our house. You know, Please really do, do yeah. what we have to do so you can leave. Um, so yeah, I'm sure that's going to come into play in mm-hmm. season two. And I, I'm oh my gosh, excited. I have two big questions before we go. So I'm really curious. Um, one, somebody asked in the chat, and I feel like I should ask: Do you trust your son? And two, if in fact you did make that call to police, why? Well, like my question would be why. Okay. Uh, do I trust my son? Um, I trust him to. To be who he is, so I guess in in that that means I trust him to not stop until he has an answer, um, and I don't think Jeffrey knows what answer to give him. Jeffrey has always tried to shield he tried to shield what his present from his son uh, to keep his to keep his son just clean and, and clear of of any dealings with the pride and those red robes and murder boxes <laughs> and sacrificed teenagers. And he's also trying his best to keep him, uh, keep his past from Alex. Um, uh, trying to keep Darius away and, and just to keep that as a, you know the old Jeffrey. Um, so I think he he wants to he wants Alex's life to he wants Alex to have the best. Uh, he wants him to to flourish. He wants him to date Nico. You know he wants him to have a normal regular childhood. But he knows he raised a smart kid um, and a kid that. Um, by all um, indications, has a strong moral code. Um, you know, wants to, to beat bad guys and, and form, uh, you know, and maintain good, strong friendships. So I think he trusts Alex to to um, not stop until he, he finds out what's really going on, and that, that's kind of a scary prospect for, uh, for a father. Mm-hmm. Um, and why would I make the call to the police? I think... Um, What's most 
important to, to Jeffrey and Catherine is the safety of Alex. Um, uh, that's that's what we've talked about, Angel and I have talked about in our, you know, um, just backstage uh, conversations, you know, <laughs> and, and about motivations and stuff. So I could see calling the police to hopefully track them down because we don't know if Jonah and a whole squad of armed uh, cult members in white shirts and khakis are driving around chasing the kids, you know. Mm -hmm. So I could see getting them, especially if if the police, you know, I've got the police in in my pocket, so to speak. I could see, yeah, at least I'd know where they are. At least I know that that, that they're safe Mm -hmm. um, if they're in custody. So that that makes sense to me. Definitely. So are we assuming that Jeffrey called the police and also put out that they are murder suspects? Or do you think that's someone different? Good question. We're going to find out. (laughs) Well, guys, we're going to have to wrap up, unfortunately, soon. But Shay, I know you want to do this giveaway right now. Yes, but I want Ryan to pick. Oh. The winner. Oh, wow. Wow. No pressure at all. Okay. Ryan, you know, swish it this around. is all you. Oh, okay. All right. Uh-oh. I might uh, yank this off my head. Okay. This is going to be the winner of this comic that Ryan signed, along with everyone who joined us this season on Runaways After Show and After Buzz TV. Right. And it is? It is the Ron Underwood. The Ron Underwood. The Ron Woo! Underwood, yay! Congratulations. This is all yours, So, actually, Laron just tuned in. So, Laron, you just tuned in and oh you just came to the chat. You won <laughs> awesome. the comic. Um, so, you're going to DM me. Any of my social... Well, just DM me on Instagram. I will get it. Send me your address and I will send you this. That is awesome. Thank you for being the one to do that. Laurent's probably like ecstatic right now. Oh congrats, Laurent. Oh my congrats. gosh! All, everybody's coming in like, oh my gosh, congrats! Yay. Oh my gosh! Well, we want to wish you then all the world the happiness. Like Thank we you. are so happy for you. Congrats for to the NAACP two. award before we go as well. Nomination, nomination, yes. and hopefully you're going to win that too as Thank well. You. Yeah, and we just want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts at After Buzz oh, TV. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Absolutely, love talking about this you're gonna have to come back. This <laughs> yes, isn't the last time. Yeah. Hey, oh wait, here. oh guys, special announcement because I don't remember if you guys know. So on next Tuesday, I know we won't be doing a show, but we'll be doing a special Facebook Live tweet with some of your favorite Pride members, some who have come and some who haven't. So. You have to come tune in next Tuesday to figure out who's going to be here. Mm-hmm. It might be face. Ryan, <laughs> might not. I'm not giving anything away, but the pride will be in the building. It's just going to be a party, and there's going to be red ropes, so yes. you have to tune in for sure. Nice. So, one last time, let's say goodbye to the wonderful runaways that have tuned in all season. Hey guys, I'm Ashley Brinkman, and you can find me on Instagram at Ashley underscore Brinkman. Bye, everyone. I am Mina, and you can find me on Instagram at Mina Makes Magic. Hey, guys, for one final time this season, you can find me at Real Shay Jones on Twitter and Instagram, and love Shay Butter on Snapchat. Yes, guys, I'm Oliver Jen. You can follow me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer. This is probably one of my favorite Marvel shows ever. It has to be top one, maybe top two. Jessica Jones is really good as well. But where can we find you, Ryan? You can find me at the Ryan Sands on IG and Facebook and Twitter, the Ryan Sands. And just a quick shout out to all of the fans, everybody that's been watching. Thank you so much for all the support. It means a lot to us, and uh, we can't wait to bring you guys a new show in uh, 
soon. Yes. <laughs> now we're yeah. going to Kate, too. Hi, guys. Thank you guys so much. From executive producers Maria so Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.